0: Welcome to Old Soul, Young Mind, with your host, my mom, Jamie Dix. I love you. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Old Soul, Young Mind. I'm your host, Jamie Dix, and I couldn't be more honored, truly, to have you join me today. I absolutely love The beginning of a new year. It's just so full of possibility. And I always love a good goal. Guess what my goal was last year? To start a podcast. And I thought about it and I imagined it. And here we are. This coming year, I have a lot of goals for myself to have so many more listeners. And so for those of you listening right now, thank you so much for being my first round of people tuning into this because in 2024, It is my goal to have a million listeners. So if you're listening to this, share it with a friend because that will definitely double my numbers just from you sharing it. So here's my question to you. What is your huge dream? What is your shoot for the stars? Like, What is your big one? Because let me tell you, my friends, the potential for you is limitless. What if you genuinely believed that the power you have inside of you to create the life that you want is infinite? What if that was true? Because guess what? It's true. In coaching sessions with you kids, ages 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, all the way up to 18-year-olds that I've worked with, I can help coach you on feeling better and handling it beautifully when you're not feeling great. I teach you how to manage your mind, how to create more confidence in your life, how to get along better with your siblings, to have finals coming up, and to not stress and panic before, and breathing techniques to support the whole thing so that when hard moments come, you know exactly how to handle those to create resilience. All of this is possible. So if you are interested and curious about Children's Life Coaching, head on over to my website, childrens, with an S, childrenslifecoaching.com, and you can learn more about it. You can reach out with questions. You can talk to your parent about it. This episode, I'm going to share with you three stories of kids that I've worked with over the last year, from the age eight to 16 where I was able to help them get really curious about what their big goals and what their big wishes were. So let's begin. The first story I want to tell you about was a boy that I worked with. He was 16 years old, and he is a brilliant human, such an incredibly driven, smart mind. The quote-unquote problem was that there was also so much anxiety attached to school his mom reached out to me and we had a great phone conversation and she was telling me he was coming home from school and just going into his room that he was kind of pulling back a bit and she was feeling worried because she wasn't exactly sure why this was happening and where it was coming from so he and i started our first session together And those first sessions are always so fun. It's just questions and jokes and getting to know each other and letting these kids know that this is not a scary process, that this is actually really awesome and something to celebrate. Having a coach on your side weekly to be able to help you manage your mind is not a consequence, in turn, a gift, a life gift. So this first session was that and he opened up and he was talking about how he's been having A lot of anxiety. And I asked him why. And he said it's because of homework. Because throughout the whole day, he's thinking about homework. It gets him down. He's going to have like four hours of homework that night. So why even go home and try to be sunshiny or positive? Because through the whole day, he was stressing and worrying about it. Homework was that thing for him that was creating so many thoughts. So one of the activities that I did was on pieces of paper, I had him write down all of the different thoughts that he had about homework. And one of them was, I'm not going to have any time for what I actually want to do. How did that make him feel? Anxious, frustrated, all sorts of things. So as he was really starting to get curious about the thoughts that his brain was offering to him about homework, he was able to see that it wasn't the homework that was stressing him out it's what he was thinking about the homework that was creating that anxiety. So if he would have continued to think the thought, I'm never going to be able to do anything I want to do because all I ever do is homework. What do you think he's going to do? You think he's going to go out and have a great time? No, because his brain is going to do all that it can do to support the original thought of you can't do what you want to do. You have to do homework. So is that even true? Like, Have to. Let's think about the have to. There is no have to. He was choosing to do homework because he knew that homework was going to get him the grades that he wanted. He was choosing to do homework because he had a dream to someday go to college and from college to become whatever he wants to become as a profession. So, changing that word from I have to do homework to I'm choosing to do homework, do you see the difference? So just in that slight word, I could see his body start to relax. And I remember asking him, okay, so you've got this anxiety. What would you like to feel instead? And he said, calm. All right. So was the thought, I'm never going to get to do what I want to do, going to create a calm feeling for you? No. And so he had to question that thought. And he had to create a new thought that was going to support the calm As well as support his dream of getting all of his homework done getting good grades and eventually transitioning into a really great university so all of that was possible to do the homework to stay connected with his family in a positive way to get good grades to go to university and What I taught him were time management and getting a lot more circumstantial. Circumstantial meaning like facts. What are the facts here? And then number two, offering him some tools to regulate his emotions. So by the end of it, he got great grades. He didn't panic towards finals. He got all of his homework done and he learned how to manage his time and manage his mind. So it was a beautiful time together. Second story. Ooh, it's one of my favorites. I was coaching a girl who is 13 years old. She was and is so incredible, magnetic, charismatic, interesting, smart, all of the things. And she came to me and she was telling me things that she was excited about. And she said that there was a big tryout for a play at the community theater, like this big city theater. So in her mind, she was like, oh, there's no way that I should even try out for that part, but maybe I could do like some backstage stuff. My questions to her were, if you could do anything within that theater, what would it be? She said, oh, Jamie, it's my favorite play. Okay. So I'm like, all right, girl, tell me more. So she started to tell me about the character. And as she was telling me about the character, it reflected who she was. I could see what a gift it would be for her to try out for the lead of this play. She, oh, but I wouldn't even make it. And I said, well, what would happen if you didn't make it? If you didn't get the part, what would happen? She said, I would feel disappointed. I said, is there anything else that would happen? And she said, no. And I said, okay. So remember what we talked about. Confidence is not the absence of feelings. Confidence is knowing that feelings are inevitable and still pursuing your dreams anyway. So what if you don't get the lead? What if you do feel disappointed? Let's coach on disappointment. Let's get curious about that emotion. But what if you do? So when is the audition? She said it's Saturday and it was Monday. And I said, what if every day between now and then, you sit in the feeling of getting that lead, pursuing the dream, no other option, you're going to get that part. And if you don't, then we'll coach on disappointment next week. But for this week, let's just practice being in our highest dreaming magnetic self. So she did. She started to practice the songs. She started to practice the lines anytime her mind tried to tell her oh you're not going to get this this isn't even worth your time she managed it she stopped it she reminded her brain the worst thing that could happen is disappointment and she got back to what she was working on so saturday came and she was ready and we coached a little bit before that saturday i said call me on saturday before you go so we just did a little tiny touch-up session we did our breathing techniques, I helped her manage her mind, we checked out any thoughts that were still bouncing around in her mind that were not helpful, and she went in and she tried out for the part. My friends, when I tell you that not only did she get the part, she made the director cry. The director said, I've been waiting for you. Gave her the part that day, Huge celebration called me in tears and how cool because then we got to coach week after week on managing her mind to stay calm on stage, to memorize lines, to do all of the things. That's the life coaching part, right? So when we say life coaching, we coach on whatever is going on in your life and I get to support with the ways in which I know how to support. So it was go time and it was opening night and she did the performance of a lifetime, and she got a standing ovation, and there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people in the audience that day. And one of the people that was in the audience was the director for an even bigger production in an even larger theater in her city. And they came up to her after the show and said, I would really like for you to try out for this part. So... She got that part as well and was the lead in that play. And so here's what I want to tell you about that. She came to me not even dreaming big because she was afraid of a feeling of disappointment. You guys, we've all felt disappointment. We've all lived through disappointment. We know how to handle disappointment. So don't let the fear of disappointment or embarrassment stop you from doing all of the things that you want to do in your life. And then my third story was with an eight-year-old little boy, and he was absolute sunshine and had a fiery temper from time to time. Some pretty significant anger, which anger is not a problem, right? It's the actions that we take when we feel anger that create the trouble. So that's where I get to coach. And week by week, I would have him tell me about times that he had felt angry. And it was interesting because the story of what made him mad changed week to week. But the way in which he handled it did not change. And the way in which he handled it was the same way he handled it when he was six. It was the same way he handled it when he was four. And turns out was the same way that he handled it, even when he was a toddler. So the way he handled his anger was shouting. What does a baby do when they're angry? They're going to shout. They're going to cry. We forget that that's not the best way to do it. And our brain's like, well, that's what we've always done. Well, shouting at people when you're angry is not the best way of handling it. So what we did is got really, really curious. What do you do when you're angry? He said, I shout, I clench my fists, I call names, I hit sometimes, I slam doors. So he had about five or six different things that he would do pretty consistently when he got angry. And what we did with those, putting those actions onto a piece of paper helped to get them out of his mind where he could see them. So then we got real curious. What are some things that you can do instead when you get frustrated? Take a breath, draw a picture, stomp, jump on my trampoline. We came up with idea after idea after idea and created another picture, another page that had listed out all of the options that could be taken when he was angry. So he came to me with pretty significant angry outbursts. The actions that were being taken were not serving him and he left our time together with a whole new toolbox of ideas. So these are just a few stories that I have for you. And why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because I want you to recognize the power of possibility. Potential exists in everything, and our minds are so used to thinking the same thought over and over and over and over and over again, We don't recognize that we can think infinite thoughts in any given moment. So if we have a habit of thinking, of course, I wouldn't make the lead in the play. If we have a habit of shouting at our sibling when we're angry, of course, we're not going to think up new ways or new ideas. If our response to the word homework always creates anxiety in our body, our brain isn't going to think outside the box on its own. That's where a coach comes in to get really factual. What's going on now? And in what direction are we going in the future? So my wish for all of you is to dream big. There's a quote that says, the same mind that created the problem cannot come up with the solution. And so we've got to change our minds enough to create a new solution for ourselves. And one of the questions that I always ask these kids that I work with is, it's not my job to change anything that you're doing. But do you want to continue to think and feel in, it in the ways that you are right now? Do you want to continue to think that homework is causing the stress and continue to withdraw from family and friends? And if the answer is yes to that, then that's cool. We'll move on. We'll talk about other things. But if the answer to that question is no, then you have to mean it. And we have to work on the mind creating new thoughts to come up with new solutions. And that is my wish for all of you to recognize the infinite potential that exists in each and every one of us in every given moment. It's all possible, my loves. And I can't wait to see what this future holds. And possibly what the future holds for you and for me is the two of us working together. Have a beautiful rest of your day, and I can't wait to check in with you next week. There you go, another episode of Old Soul, Young Mind. And remember, listening to this podcast is not just listening but a call to action to put into practice what you just learned and also a call to action to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so already. Go into the show notes and hit that little plus sign or the follow button. This is the most important thing to be able to keep this podcast running. And while you're at it, share an episode with a child in your life or a community, a teacher, a friend. And by doing this, We will elevate the mindset and the mindfulness of this growing and incredible generation. So thank you, thank you, thank you again for joining me on this journey. Remember, stay curious, stay hopeful. Most importantly, stay tuned to the next episode of Old Soul, Young Mind. I love you.